What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back with another new episode. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing all right, man. A little disappointed. So I should have hit that damn Powerball, but. <laughs> yeah, you and uh, about, you know, 200 million other people. You know what? I think it's rigged. You know why? Because all these damn people keep winning in California. If you think about it, California has a higher state tax. That's why, you know, they, they're going to get majority of that money back. So, I mean, that two point, you know, two point two billion dollars is pretty much going to turn to four hundred and twenty four thousand million, hundred million after taxes. And they, so, they took the cash option. So what was what was the cash option pre-tax? It was like a, like a billion, something like that. Yeah, but it was, it was no, it was uh, close. It was like nine hundred and forty some some something. It was close, real close to a billion. Yeah, and then you take out six forty uh, percent on tax. So you're you're in like the probably end up in the six hundred million dollar range, right? Well, no, with the person in California, they said it'll be four twenty four. Oh, with the state tax. Tax, state yeah. Tax. So yeah, that's whack, man. It, it is, but I mean, four hundred twenty four million is more than they're ever going to be able to spend anyway. So I mean, you'll be surprised, but <laughs> <laughs> dude, four hundred twenty four million. Come on. Yeah, but I feel like there's so many stories of these people hitting the lotto and going broke. Yeah, um, with like with like ten million, I could see it. I could see it happening. Four hundred and twenty-four million after you've paid all your taxes. No, I, I don't see it. One of us got it. There's no way. But <laughs> true. But true. you never, you never know. Some of these people might try to. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like some. some I, I feel like as soon as that person gets that money, that's the, the scam is going to come out the woodworks. So. Yeah. Yeah, I I, yeah, true. But that that's how I feel like they'll lose the money rather than them like spending it on a bunch of uh luxurious luxurious items. Mm-hmm. But anyways, let's get right into it, man. I mean, we have uh, week nine of the NFL wrap up. I mean, we had your we had the Jets, man. They sneak one on the Bills, man. How you feeling? Uh, pr- pretty good after that win. Yeah, I f- felt felt um feel feel really good about the. Uh, how the, how the team's shaping up? Defense looks good. Yeah, just 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 an impressive win against a a team. You know, I was I, I did I did bet on the Jets because I felt like they could cover that spread, especially coming after a little bit of a I would say a down week against the Patriots where they didn't play that well. And I just felt like like uh, it was a good spot for them. Um, defense really showed up. Sauce with the big pick, you know, towards yeah. the end there. And then yeah, the, the the offense just did what it had to do, and I think that that's kind of needs to be the mantra for them you know i i think zach wilson played okay and he didn't really you know wow everybody but he made the passes he needed to make make down the stretch um him and garrett wilson seemed to have something going um you know denzel mims made a big catch on on third and five there at the end to you know kind of solidify the game and then uh you know let the defense um finish them off i I like where the team's at um uh they got they're, they're you know I, I still, as a Jets fan, I'm winning for the that other shoe to drop, where it's like, oh yeah, they actually still are the Jets. Uh, felt like that came last week, but I think the old Jets would have just kind of curled up and let the Bills trounce them this week, but they didn't do that. So it, it's a uh, it's it's a little 
kind of a, I'd say, breath of fresh air. And, and I like where they're at. And they got a big game in New England in two weeks. Oh, yeah. Definitely uh, a great bounce back. You know, you lose to the, the Patriots, then you come back and beat the Bills. I mean, your boy Sauce came up big, like I mentioned before. You guys are getting a lot of production out of your rookies, mm-hmm. even though, uh, you know, ball's out for the season. But, you know, between him, Johnson, you know, Wilson, I mean, yeah, it's just it's just crazy how those are all like hits uh, a lot, of, and it's a lot of teams don't you know hit on picks. So I'm definitely looking forward to see how things pan out, see if you guys can uh you know stay in that playoff hunt mm-hmm. and uh potentially upset one of these teams because I mean your defense is coming to play. Your boy uh you know Quentin Williams is uh leading that that defense straight up the middle. I mean, it's, it's nothing more nothing more you can say, man. I mean, they're doing a great coaching job. The the young talent is stepping up. I mean, all you guys need is that experience. Definitely, you want to get in the playoffs. That's where you're going to get to see the change in uh, how games are played. Think a lot yep. of things slow down, and that's when the defense really shines. And then, uh, you know, with your boy Williams and uh, Sauce on one side, I mean, you guys are a few pieces away. As long as Wilson doesn't give up, give up uh, you know, turnovers or give up give up the ball you guys will be right in there yeah he just he just needs to be serviceable um again like 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 he played against the bills you know make the throws you need to make don't turn the ball over um and and let the you know let the defense do his thing and let the run game i mean even michael michael carter had a good game um, he, you know james robinson i think that that'll you know you don't have the 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 explosiveness of Bre- uh bryce hall but um i think that with the with the backs you have, you just got to do what you can. Yeah, that was the one thing that surprised me too. Because normally, what happens is when a guy like that goes out, they just switch up the whole offense and try to go pass heavy. I mean, they stuck they stuck to their their game plan as far as running the ball, and it paid off. So, mm-hmm. then we had the uh, Panthers versus the Bengals. I mean, not too much here. Panthers are in a little disarray right now. Your boy uh, Mixon goes for five touchdowns. I'm glad I wasn't playing him this week in uh, fantasy. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Because uh, Cross had him, Allen, and uh, freaking uh, Diggs. I think What's he that? had like he had uh, him, him, Allen, and Diggs this week. So uh-huh. I think he, I think he put up like two hundred points or somebody on somebody. <laughs> Who's that, Cross? Yeah, I'd have been so pissed yeah. if I was playing him this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happens. But but now, uh, you know, now Cross has to deal with the uh, Josh Allen potential injury. So we'll see we'll see what happens there. Yeah, might be out for the year possibly, or at least a few weeks. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out as well, because the Bills yep. are a Super Bowl contender. So then we had the uh, Seahawks and the Cardinals. Cardinals uh, don't show up as normal, and uh, Seahawks aren't bad, man. As uh, as as a ba- as much of a bad team we thought they'd be, we thought they'd be uh, dead in the water. They're uh, actually uh, they're playing some good football. They they are, you know. I think it's it's a it's been pretty impressive, to be honest. You know, one of, probably one of Pete Carroll's better coach, coaching jobs of, of his career, maybe. They, they're playing some good good, uh, good football right now on both sides of the ball. Gino's been, you know, good. And, and then Kenny Walker coming in for a shot penny has been uh, incredible. Probably looking at a rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. So, yeah, I'm still kind of amazed by what the Seahawks are doing. Yeah, as I said, they look like a completely different team than they were from last year when Russell was there. It just seems like everybody's playing. I don't want to say like the the uh, similar to the Giants where it's not really a bunch of different stars. It's just guys just mm-hmm. playing. 
Uh, there's definitely some notable names, but everybody's out there playing, working hard, doing it all for the team. So I'm, I'm interested to see how things is playing out because it looks like they could possibly win that division between the between the uh, the other teams, between the Rams and the 49ers, uh, how, depending on how things shake out. So Yeah, yep, for sure. Then we got the uh, Rams and the Buccaneers. Buccaneers come back. Tom Brady makes a little late-game rally. Gets them in the end zone to beat the uh, beat the Rams. You think you think there's going to spark some kind of life into the Ram- into the Buccaneers or? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it could. It, it's a possibility for sure. I just at this point, like, I, I'm not sure what the Bucks are missing. You know, other than you know Cameron Braid, they pretty much have you know they're all their offensive weapons out there. I mean, I, I know their their lines are beat up, and, and Ryan Jensen being out obviously uh, has done a number on them. But I just I don't know what else that team needs you know what i mean yeah i don't know i don't i feel like they don't run the ball enough they don't uh, that might be it but i don't know what it is man yeah either i mean i feel like they have the pieces there on both sides of the ball the one area that's just the one area it seems like they're lacking is that run game but uh, you also can't say that they're lacking in the run game because they don't really run the ball enough so mm-hmm. uh, that's just that maybe if they ran the ball enough it would change things but we're gonna have to wait and see yeah, yeah, uh, you know, I think that obviously you can never really count Brady out. I just I feel like there's a ton of drop balls, you know, especially even from Mike Evans and and Godwin, uh, two guys that he he can normally trust in. And then you know, obviously Scotty Miller dropped that the easy touchdown, which you know ultimately didn't end up hurting them. They came back and and won it anyways. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of we've seen like the Brady's teams not play well before, but I I feel like this team has everything it needs to play well. So I'm, I'm just kind of confused as to what the issue is here. Cause I mean, I mean, Brady obviously is old, but he's still humming the ball around. It's not like it's, it seems like it's coming out weird or anything like that. You know, I think guys are dropping balls and things like that, but you know, maybe it's just integrating that run game. Maybe they're just not, they're not getting open for him. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I said. Some, uh, something's off, man. We just don't know what yeah. it is. Yep. You know, maybe they, uh, Maybe they took offense to you know him missing out some of the practices when uh, he should have yeah. been there instead of going to the wedding and stuff like that. Sure. I said maybe some internal stuff with the locker room we don't know about. That's that you kind of like you know when they have a the head coach and you know the players like deaf to the message. You know maybe they're deaf to uh, Tom Brady and they're just waiting for him to leave. So mm-hmm. could be. Yeah. And then we had the uh, the Titans and the Chiefs. The Chiefs uh, rally back and um, beat the Titans. Surprised that uh, I'm surprised about the Titans, man. They they do a great job running the ball, but I feel like they got no receivers, man. Everybody's dropping the ball. They don't pass <laughs> the ball enough. It's just like uh, I felt like they could have won that game. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. They, you know, I, I don't know what it is, and and I listened a little bit this, uh, this morning, but they just play. They seem like as the year as the year <gasps> goes on, they play harder and angrier. Like it's the defense. It's it's uh. It's Henry. I think that they just get stronger as the year goes on, and I don't know if that's just just Rabel and and how he you know motivates that team. But um, they should have won that game. They should be they should have beat the Chiefs. Yeah, I felt like they could have kept running the ball, but then also um, they had some receivers that just they just couldn't catch. Um, yeah. But you know maybe that's just because of you know the rookie throwing to you know receivers in the second game. He's not really getting much reps. As far as you know, uh, getting things down with the receivers, but I feel like some a lot of those balls were catchable, but they yeah they just couldn't put it together. Yep. Now ten uh, now Tannehill's gonna come back and it's gonna look like he saved, he saved the team. So <laughs> yeah, he, he he sure he sure will. 
Yeah, maybe, you know, it's tough, tough early, early to tell on Malik, but I, I don't, you know, they're definitely trying to play it conservative with him. And it is, uh, you know, as we, as we know, it is tractor Cedo season. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's the only, only thing, uh, uh, you want to root for when it comes to, when it's associated with Alabama the way, you know, uh, is the former college team is playing right now. So yeah, yeah true. It, it is fun. It is fun this time of year watching people, you know, um, jumping out of the way of tackles, uh, when, when Henry comes running through. Oh yeah. Some people try, but some people try to avoid it, but yeah, he's just, yeah. uh, he, man, he's, that's a big guy. He reminds me of, uh, he, he really is. I'm trying to think of who was big like him that, uh, I don't know if you remember Larry Johnson. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, but just State. yeah, but just way, I don't know, way faster. I don't know. He just he just be moving, man. Man, if if you don't get him in the first like two or three yards, like just oh, watch no. out. Yeah, if it's, if you're doing him in the open field, you might as well just run out of bounds. Yeah, exactly. And then we had the uh, the Monday night game. We had the Ravens and the uh, Saints. Ravens uh, beat the Saints, even though Lamar didn't really have much weapons. Surprise, man. Saints had him. I mean, your boy uh, Dalton missed through some uh, plays. He had some receivers open in the end zone. Just just couldn't get get it down with the timing, man. But overall, Lamar, so happy for him. You know, one without any receivers shows uh, didn't, don't really need much weapons, but it's also uh, bad. It's like a double edged sword because uh, he needs he needs some help as well. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh... You know the wide receivers they're rolling out aren't aren't uh, ideal for him. I don't think. And and, and again with Andrews out, they, you know, the 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 passing game was struggling. I would say. Um, but but fortunately they they got they got a uh, they got some legs with him and Drake and um, the defense with uh, newly added Roquan Smith. Oh yeah, he was all over the place. Oh my God, guy was everywhere. But they they played well. Oh yeah, definitely looking forward to see how things playing out in that division as well because. Uh, between them and the Bengals should be an uh, interesting matchup. Yeah. Then we got a uh, week 10 coming up in the NFL. I mean, uh, so far, I mean, not, it's not too many crazy games. I mean, we got the Falcons and the Panthers. I mean, they're pretty much playing for uh, a better draft pick. Then we got the uh, Broncos and the Titans, which would be a DC game mm-hmm. uh, just to see if the uh, Broncos could bounce back at all. But the Titans, are, the Titans are right in there, man. I mean, they are not too far from, the other teams in the AFC. So, I mean, pretty much leading the division. So they'll definitely finish in one of the top spots. So then we had the, uh, it's going to be the Browns and the Dolphins. That should be another decent game. But, uh, I mean, looks like these, uh, that Dolphins offense is nothing to wreck with, man. They just, they're going to be very hard to beat, man. They are, they are a wagon, that, that Dolphins offense. Yeah. I mean, those two receivers on the outside, I mean, let alone if they get, if they get it like a running back or somebody else, or a tight end. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, as long as Tua don't get hit, man, this, I mean, this, this is going to be a hard team to beat, man. Absolutely. Uh, you know, every time they cut to a, a highlight and he's running out of the pocket, I'm like, no. Just, yeah, there. just take a knee. Just take a knee. Just yeah. go down. Go down. Exactly. I mean, as I said, they got a good defense. And then those receivers, man, they just move them. I mean, they moving them all over the place. They're getting open. Uh, just uh, there's nothing to say, man. Yep. I'm def- I'm definitely looking forward to seeing uh you know how things play out as far as uh once we get you know that week or two closer to the to the, play- to, to the playoffs, uh we're gonna definitely see who they're gonna match up with coming up. Yep. So, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna have the uh 
Lions and the Bears, another another uh, draft lottery pick game. Uh, pretty much teams are playing for uh, the draft pick, so to say. Hoping the Lions win on this one because, you know, Giants have the uh, Bears first round pick. So every uh, every loss that the Bears get is a, is a good one for us. Um, yeah, and, and the Bears have been playing better. I mean, Justin Fields seems like he's... He's kind of uh, I don't know if they're just now tailing tailoring the play calling to his his strengths, but uh, he's looked a lot better in the last few weeks. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, not much help. I mean, they did get him Claypool, but didn't do much the first game. Hopefully, uh, that connection develops in the next game. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how things mm-hmm. play out. Mm-hmm. Um, he might be looking like one of the best quarterbacks in that class. Yeah. And then we got the uh, Texans and the Giants. Um, I don't want to say this is a, a, a easy win for the Giants, but it's definitely a must win if uh, you know if the Giants are expecting to to make a push for the playoffs. Um, you got to win those winnable games to keep pace with all the other teams in the NFC, especially because uh, you know between between the Giants, the Eagles, and the Cowboys. I mean, that's pretty much almost three playoff spots right there. So. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Jags and the Chiefs, which should be another good game. To uh, the young offense coming into town with the uh, more developed offense with the Chiefs. Interesting to see if the Jags can put up some points against the, the Chiefs defense. Because the Chiefs defense is not all that, man. Um, not going to lie, they haven't gotten some stops. They haven't been playing good lately. But uh, I feel like the Jags are developing. Uh, your boy ETN is pretty much alone back in the mm-hmm. backfield. I mean, he's uh, getting getting the touches we thought he would have got at the beginning of the season now. So I'm looking forward to seeing how things play out. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's uh, it's getting towards the end of the season, but yeah, you're starting to see some of these guys uh, start to break out. Like you said, Etienne, I feel like he's uh, he's he's really kind of turned it up even before they, tra- they traded Robinson, but he's finally starting to do those things that that everyone kind of expected last year. Yeah. I mean, good in last year because he, uh, you know, tore his ACL, but definitely, uh, yep. definitely looking forward to seeing how things pan out. And as well, Lawrence needs to uh, develop more. Yeah, he's not, he's not what we uh, thought he would be coming out of uh, college. But you know, maybe it's the coaching. Maybe they need some weapons. I mean, they got uh, Calvin Ridley, but that's not until next year. So, um, the few pieces away. And then outside of that, I mean, there was. Uh, there's the Colts and the Raiders. I mean, Colts fire their head coach, then turn around. They tr- they hire uh, Jeff Saturday as the interim head coach. Um, this is was he was the uh, center for uh, the Colts way back in the day when Peyton Manning was there. I'm also a sports analysis on ESPN. Hasn't had any coaching experience. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I should be happy for him or not, man. Because as as much of a good guy as he seems like, as far as on his commentating and stuff like that, and him knowing football, I mean, this definitely uh puts a slap to all the black coaches' faces in the NFL that have been looking for jobs. Yeah, I think that it's it. It also, you know, just to to get to get a little bit further on that too. It's it's like so. Why are you developing any internal coaches? If you're just going to go with with Saturday, you know, completely from the outside, someone who has zero coaching experience on the college collegiate or NFL level. And, you know, I think it's one thing to just, you know, put a figurehead in there for the rest of the year. But it sounds like Ursa wants him to 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 extend beyond this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, guys like, you know, Reggie Wayne and, and things like that, that, you know, it's just 
there there was other people on that staff that were more qualified for an interim and then you know developing younger younger coaches again like Reggie Wayne that, that's on the staff as well you know give him a chance and if it doesn't pan out you know he goes back to wide receiver coach and you hire someone else but at least you gave him a chance yeah definitely man that's what I said for me he's not a, that's what I said, he's not a bad guy but yeah it's not, I, it has it's not it's not really on him right? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's it's on it's on you know kind of Ursay and and that whole um leadership group in, in indianapolis yeah man you got to do better but yeah basically uh, okay. you know spit sp- spitting on the rooney rule and then you know you know just just totally disregarding all the people you have in your in your organization already yeah so i mean it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out because mm-hmm. uh you're definitely gonna see it in the next few games if uh how things trickle that trickle down as far as how people feel about it you yep. know how uh one side side of the ball comes out to play versus the other side and then uh if uh people are are tuned in to him as being the head coach so right right yep i mean we got the cowboys and the packers probably probably might be the game of the week i mean we got your boy aaron rogers aaron rogers struggling i honestly think they need to uh hang it up and uh try to see what else they got on this roster man i mean they got your boy love in the wing i mean they might as well just play for a draft pick i'm not gonna lie but I mean, if you're paying Aaron Rodgers about fifty million dollars, I mean, he, he's 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 going to be the scapegoat because he got to fix this. If the defense is not playing well, it's going to be his fault. The offense is not playing well, it's going to be his fault. Just because uh, you know, he's paying, he's getting paid fifty million dollars, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, this team has has been confusing all year for me. You know, part part of me is like, you know, they they obviously didn't give him enough weapons around him. He's got a lot of young receivers and even his core guys seem to be you know getting banged up but the other part is like does he even really want to be there anymore yeah, yeah i feel like once uh once adams was gone man he knew he messed up yep yeah i know they were i was just listen, like listening to uh something on the radio today i was like can uh what if what if um what if las vegas just said here you go aaron you can have or here you go packers you can have Devonte back just give us our picks back we'll call, <laughs> we'll, we'll call it square it hasn't worked out for either of us yeah man i mean i wouldn't be surprised to see if uh aaron gets traded during the offseason as well as some of these other quarterbacks like tom brady or mm-hmm. somebody else because there's a lot of other teams depending on how things plan out that could uh, probably use them as yep. far as a uh, quarterback. But uh, it's going to be interesting for Rodgers just because of his contract and to see how much money he tries to demand. So, yeah. And then uh, there's going to be the Cardinals and the Rams. It's probably another game I'm not going to watch. Not going to lie. Well, anytime these teams meet, it's not much, of, not much of a show for me to keep tuned. I mean, both teams are struggling. Uh, I, I don't want to be watching the struggle bus on TV. So I ain't going to be watching it. And it's going to be the the Chargers and the 49ers. Um, that should be a decent game, but yep. I feel like both these teams are pretty much lacking as far as uh, watchability. As far as uh, it's not much, it's not much of a show on offense on either side. I feel like both of them are struggling. Even though the 49ers, they uh, did get McCaffrey and they do like to run the ball. I'm sure they're going to use them a bunch, um, and their defense is good. So overall, I'll wait to watch them in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the uh, Monday night game is going to be the Commanders and the Eagles. I'll probably tune in in the first half just to watch the Manning cast. But outside of that, I feel like this game is going to be a lopsided game. It's going to get ugly. And the Eagles going to run away with it. Yeah, the Eagles haven't really um, let bad teams stay in it this year. So I would assume that, that the same thing will happen Monday night. And um, they get up on a, get up on, on the Commanders early and, and, and just close them out. 
Yeah, and you know Wentz is going to be turned over the ball, and now the Eagles defense is going to be hungry. So uh, Heineke, they, Heineke. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot they took him out. Yeah, Wentz uh, is hurt. That Eagles defense is uh pre- pretty much crazy. They probably, I think they got two, three guys in the top like ten as far as uh uh like pass rushers. So. I mean, that's gonna be, it's gonna be ridiculous. They're gonna have to face a good run team, I think, in order to uh, somebody to beat them. Yeah. Yep. And speaking of uh, the Commanders, they said your boy Bezos and uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey are uh, been <laughs> on the been on the team, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm still kind of in shock that that um, Snyder uh, is looking to sell the team. You know, he's been steadfast that he won't do it. So interesting to see uh, how this all rolls out. But, um, yeah, I mean, Bezos has, has made it public that he wants to buy a, an NFL team at some point. And uh, the McConaughey, the McConaughey uh, uh, angle is an interesting one for sure. Yeah, I feel like he just loves football. So he just wants to be a part of something. So he's always at the Texas games. Yeah, he well, he, he lives in Austin still. So I uh, don't know why he'd want to go do the Washington thing other than just being a part of something. But um I'm sure he's got the money to to get to get involved. Who knows? Maybe maybe they move the team to Texas. Yeah, uh, they already have uh, multiple teams there that, that they don't want to mess with. If they could move it to Austin, I'm sure they would. But it's uh, I'd say it's too close to Dallas, and people there don't really care about professional football. It's all about yeah. the Longhorns. Yeah, true. So, but I mean, that's, that's you never know, man. You never know, man. People might have a. Well, no, nah, yeah, they got Manning coming there, so it don't matter. So yeah, Arch, uh, yeah, what's his face? Uh, the Arch. Arch, yeah. So yeah, it's gonna get crazy down there too. So and then uh, on to the NBA. First ten games, pretty much in the books. I mean, uh, from these first ten games, I mean, we see uh, we see a little rising, a little beast. So uh, in the East, we got uh, I mean, we got Milwaukee, Cleveland, and uh, Boston leading the pack. Uh, how you feel about your your Celtics, man? You know, I think they've been playing better the past week or so. I think that uh, that they struggle a bit on the uh, on the defensive end. I, I don't think scoring is going to be an issue with the team, but again, yeah, you know, the two teams that that have come out hot, Cleveland uh, and Milwaukee. Obviously, we know Milwaukee well, um, but this Cleveland team is uh, is, is an interesting one with uh, Spider and, and uh, Garland now back from injury. Uh, you know, running the front court. Uh, running the backcourt, sorry, and then um, they just got they they just got a lot of guys, you know, a lot of you know, I, you know, I don't think they have a, a ton of superstars outside of you know um, Garland and and, uh, and and Mitchell, but the you know the, the front court's pretty solid um, with Mobley and some younger guys down there, so it's they're a lot better than I thought they would be uh, by by just adding uh, Spida. Yeah, man. It's crazy how uh I mean that's their uh their go to guy. I mean they got their one two punch between him and um Garland. So mm-hmm. um I mean they got a defensive presence presence in Allen. Um yep. somebody can go down there, block some shots, grab some boards, and then uh they got a few they just got some more pieces that can uh yeah. do do a few things. I think that I think they still need like one more piece, like a forward or something, and then they're gonna be right in there as far as uh, a team that can win it all. So yeah, they don't really have like a, a wing score because I, I think, you know, Mitchell's still like in that kind of point guard, shooting guard, and obviously Garland uh, at the point. Um, so you're right. Maybe like if they could add some sort of wing guy, it would make them a little more dynamic. But but they're off to a good start. Uh, uh, you know, I think the, the, the Celtics are are, are going to be there too. So it'd be fun, you know, top top four in the East there. Oh, yeah. Definitely going to be uh, interesting to see how things play out as far as uh, the top teams in the, in the West. 
and the East, uh, especially for the East, because there's a lot of other teams on that bottom half that uh, people would consider uh, consider as contenders as far as like Philly, Brooklyn. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Philly, Brooklyn, uh, might be somebody else. It'll come to me. Toronto. Yeah. So definitely see, definitely looking forward to seeing how that matches up because that four, five, six, you really want to get into those spots so you're not in those playing games. Mm-hmm. And then on the West, I mean, got a, we got the surprise in Utah Jazz in first, man. <laughs> I don't know if I don't yeah. know if I don't know if Danny planned this or not, man. He 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 he's uh, he's probably like a, a year early or two years early, kind of like um, when he hired uh, Brad Stevens and Stevens came in and kind of turned the program around for the Celtics quicker than than Danny had hoped. You know, obviously winning is it's never bad, but I think that he's he's got his, you know, five-year plan and it's just being accelerated and, uh, you know, they have to adjust on the fly. Again, winning is always a good thing, but sometimes when unexpected, it, it, it's all good, I think, but just a surprise. Oh, yeah. It's going to be very interesting to see as far as how they finish and then what the thousand draft picks they got. So yeah. you, can only, you can only go up from there. Yeah, and I think, you know, when you have a good team, and then you're able to add pieces to it. Like, I think, like again, like the Celtics, you know, eight years, seven years ago, um, being able to add Jalen Brown, being able to add Jason Tatum to a, a team that was already in the playoffs, obviously is only going to improve your team. So, Oh, yeah, because, you know, they're, they're not one of those teams where they're going to get a lot of free agents. Nobody's no. really trying to come to Utah. So, I mean, they, they pretty much got to build it through trades and pretty much through uh, draft picks. So. And then um, we had your boy Kyrie get suspended, man. Mm. Lost his Nike deal. Um, you know, then he got suspended five games. Now, pretty much uh, everybody's trying to stay away from him, man. Like uh, Con- like your boy Kanye. Yeah, you know, I just <laughs> I hate to say he brought this on himself, but you know, I think he he did in this point. And again, I think that you know whether it's hard, right? Because he he wants to be his his person. He wants to be an individual. He wants to do his own thing. But ultimately, he's still employed and getting paid a lot of money by sponsors and and uh, an NBA team. So you know whether he likes it or not. If 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 they say, hey, look, you know, you can't say these things in public. You know, think whatever you want to think and do whatever you want to do on the side outside of our you know purview. But when when the spotlight's on you, you have to act a certain way. And whether or not he wants that responsibility, I, I you know, it's hard to tell. But <laughs> as currently employed, you just, you, you know, you can't say those things. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who you are. It's just not, you know, again, whether, whether, whatever your beliefs are, you, if you want to say those things, you're just, you're, you're not going to be employed by an NBA team and you're not going to have any sponsors. Yeah. I mean, you got to be better, man. You got to know what, as much as we say it is, you have free speech. We don't have yeah. free speech. So no, not, not when you're, not when you're like, if I went to work and said stuff like that, they, they'd fire me so fast. It, it would make your head spin. Like, it, yeah, that's, that's what I said. You, you gotta, like, you know, like, you know, it's like when your parents are not around, you do stuff, you know, you're not supposed to be doing. Right. You just, you just, like, you just gotta know better, man. Yeah, I mean, and, and I hate to, you know, it, it, it stinks that it's this way sometimes, but especially in this day and age with the, the, the reach that social media has and, and um, just everyone being so sensitive to, for good or for, you know, bad, you know, be, just being sensitive to, to you know, what, what people are saying, right, especially public figures. So, yeah, it's just not, not a good look. And then, you know, basically they gave him the opportunity to apologize and he gave some half-hearted apology that wasn't really an apology. And yeah. I think that was like the nail in the coffin. 
and 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 on, and on the flip side, I don't necessarily agree with the way that Nets handled it either. Saying you need to do X, Y, and Z to come back to the team—that's something that needs to be kept internal. Like, yeah. That's not something that that needs to go public at all. Yeah, I feel like that they were just uh, it's kind of more of an embarrassing thing they're trying to yeah. do when stuff like that gets leaked. So yeah, no, I, I get it. But then uh, outside, I think outside of that, I don't think there's much outside the, the NBA besides the Lakers. Lakers struggling, but so, so like when that. when when is LeBron and uh, AD getting traded? We're gonna oh. Stephen A. Smith's hot take this morning. I don't think LeBron's gonna get traded. I do think AD will, and um, so so will uh, Westbrook. So mm-hmm. I think those you have to trade those two in order to get something valuable back in order to build on that Lakers staff as far as because there's no if you think about it you don't have any draft picks really till like 2027 2028 and you have no bench yeah and you got you got a guy that's inconsistent can't stay healthy and then you got another guy who refuses to buy into the system as far Mm -hmm. as to get better at shooting or make sacrifices to make the team better it just doesn't make sense how you can't play with LeBron yeah even though I mean it's probably one of the the hardest things to do, but I mean if if, if even if he just stood back and shot threes or was consistent at shooting, uh, it would be that would, it would help him so much in spreading the floor and yeah. uh, also help him as far as extend his career. So he's not you know running around. He already has knee problems, right? He's had like two knee surgeries. So, but I mean that's the only way they're gonna get better. Cause they got to get more pieces. Because mm-hmm. uh, they need shooting, they need defensive players. I mean, maybe they need to go back and get some of those players they let go or uh, didn't sign as far as when they had that championship run. Because I feel like that team was a lot better. Guys were more motivated to play. Um, they had a good defensive team, not the best shooting team, but they were a good defensive team. And uh, defense mm-hmm. travels. So. Yep. And then on to uh, MLB, those damn Astros. <laughs> they won four to two. These the Phillies. Nothing I can say, man. They should have been the yeah. Yankees, but you know they they went out there and they did what they needed to do and they uh they took care of business. They did, and and, and I think the uh, uh Philly fa- Phillies fans are going to be disappointed in this one. I, th- I feel like they had a lot of momentum and then that uh that that um, no hitter kind of crushed it for for them and um they just didn't recover from that. Yeah, they, they snatched their souls on that no hitter, man. Yep, yep. But I mean the Astros uh. They got good pitching, good defense, and uh, decent hitting. It's, just, I mean, it's not. It's all around good team. I mean, it's, it's timely hitting. You saw the big uh, home run from Alvarez in the clinching game. Uh, it's just it's it's timely hitting uh, in in the playoffs for the for the Astros. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see uh, how things plan out because it's uh it's gonna be, it should, this should be a spicy uh, off season uh, yep. for MLB. So. Just to see if uh, they can get back there or if they can improve their team. Mm-hmm. Then, because uh, I mean, you got free agency kicking off in a few days. I hate to say, it, man, I think Judge is out of here, man. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna go there yet. I'm gonna let it all play out. It looks like um, Rizzo's gonna sign back with a one-year deal. So, you know, I'm not I'm not ready to to count Judge out yet. Uh, I think that the Yankees are playing it a little coy, but I think they're gonna throw a lot of money at him. I think they they understand what what he means to the team and, and to the city. So I'm not ready yet to to give up. I'm not giving up even if he stays or goes, man. But I just feel like he's out of here, man. It's, not, yeah. it's in my bones, man. Saying he's yeah. out of here. I hear you. 
But I mean, we'll see. We'll have a f- few days before, uh, two days before it kicks off, and we'll see uh, the spiciness for the uh, free agency for MLB. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's Bison Brew. What you got for us? All right, so tonight we got a. Uh, it's called uh, Marry Me Chicken. I don't know if you've heard of this. Sounds um, familiar. It's like a it's like a creamy chicken. It's got some sun dried tomatoes, uh, some other items in it. Uh, but this is a we did a um, a dairy free version. Uh, my sister in law is was in town, so um, she doesn't uh, she she can't do dairy. So I tried to do a version of this uh, that was dairy free. So yeah, so for this one, took the chicken, threw some avocado oil on the pan, um, salt and pepper the chicken, threw that on for a few minutes. Um, take it out before it's cooked through, you know, just, just to get it nice and brown, um, toss in some garlic and then went with some chicken broth, coconut milk, stirred that in together and then to the nutritional yeast. It's, it's kind of, um, it's almost like a little bit of a thickener, but it's supposed to be like a, kind of like a, the quote unquote cheese. So you got that in there, throw your sun dried tomatoes in, uh, some red pepper, oregano, salt, pepper. I think that was it. Yeah, mix that, basically mix that all up, get the get it into a simmer, throw the chicken back into the pan with the sauce, uh, let that soak in for a few minutes, and then and then take the whole pan and throw it in the oven for about 15 minutes at 375, um, let the cook it, chicken cook through, and then, yeah, then you're ready to go. We, you can serve with, you know, rice or, you know, I had some, just getting back from Italy, so I had some, some pasta that I got over there, so I cooked up some spaghetti from Italy. Okay, uh, and then uh, and then threw the uh, the chicken with the sauce on top, and and finished off with a little Parmesan cheese and uh, a little uh, sliced basil. Oh, nice! Yeah, actually, you, have- you know, it comes out pretty good. I mean, I'm, I've never been like huge into the, the dairy free stuff, but taste wise, I thought it, it came out really really good. Yeah, I feel like some of the dairy free stuff is like I want to say almost the same, but it's pretty close. I- yeah, because I think the thing is, is that we're not really supposed to be eating dairy anyway, or like milk and stuff. Because yeah, our stomach can't process. It. Process, yeah. So, um, a lot of those, a lot of those cheese and stuff, we're not supposed to be eating anyway. But, but I mean, overall, I feel like it, it, it could definitely be. A, it's not a hard thing to uh, like imitate as far as like an artificial uh, version of it. Yep. But I feel like I feel like you can uh, definitely get some uh, nice. Uh, like one of those like baked uh, loaves of bread, mm-hmm. get that chopped up and uh, d- dip in there too. So. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, the sauce, the sauce came out came out really good. Um, you know, so soaked up in the in the spaghetti, but yeah, like a little bit of a little bit of a, a roll there to finish it off. I think you're right. I think that would would have been good. Yeah, I definitely would have tried to add that up in there. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what'd you guys drink that down with? Uh, so tonight, um, got a beer from from Worcester. Uh, it's called Velvet Revoluce. It's from Bay State Brewing. Uh, actually, they 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 were actually out of um, they're out of like Westport somewhere down down by the Cape. But they okay. they have they have a a tap room in uh, in Worcester now. But this was a it's a black lager, a Czech lager. It was something you know I just had you don't typically see these on on menus, so I was like kind of uh, intrigued by it. So I got it. 
It felt like it was pretty good. It was uh, it was crisp, had a little bit of a, a chocolate malty malty taste to it, which was nice. Okay. But it was still it was still light. It wasn't like uh, sometimes some black lagers can be um, heavy or, or, or thick. Uh, this one was was still kind of light and crisp, a little bit sweet, but overall I felt like uh, it, it was uh, it was pretty good. I had another one there that wasn't <laughs> wasn't good at all, so I felt like this one maybe stood out uh, a little bit more. Um, but yeah, it comes in at, at 5.2%, similar to a lot of the other Czech style lagers that you can get. But uh, again, just with that a little bit of a different finish on it, so I'd probably throw it in at like a 7.1. Okay. That's, yeah, a decent, that's a decent, solid, a decent one. I'm not a huge fan of this brewery in general. Um, they have they have a couple of beers that they that they uh, they pump a lot that I just don't care for. So I try to go kind of off 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 menu a little bit, you know, uh, and and just get some of the the different ones that they make. Well, yeah, I mean that's definitely something to check out, especially. I mean, you can't go wrong with a seven. Anything over a seven. Yeah, um, no, it, it was solid. Like I said, uh, the other beer I had there was probably in the in the five range, um, but we'll uh, we'll leave that one off for now. Yeah, we don't we don't, we don't mention those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely some uh, people want to check out. Uh, for that flavor, sounds good too. So it is. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a good like um, when you're not in the mood for like an IPA or anything fruity like that, which which, which I wasn't. Um, it's a good crisp blogger to, to to try, and you still get a little bit of that, a little of that sweetness um, with the the kind of that chocolate malt. Oh yeah, I mean you can't go wrong with chocolate, man. No, but I, say, I also feel like it's one of those you have to be in the mood for. But uh, when oh, you are, sure. it's definitely uh, it's definitely a, a, a better feeling. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that's JD's bites and brew, everybody. And then uh, I ain't gonna lie, man, it's not really much on the BRRs, man. <laughs> Still, still going through some shows, going through uh, per, Perferio. I can't even say this damn name. I don't know why I can't say this name, man. Peripheral. Uh, Peripheral. There we go. Um, my blackness, man, doesn't let me say it right. <laughs> still going through that. I mean, they're only on episode. They're, they're giving us like one episode a week. I freaking hate this. Um, but overall, yeah. it's a good. Overall, it's a good show. Still learning like what's going on, pretty much. Um, two, there's two different sides. You know, there's a uh, the present, which is like twenty, thirty something. And then um, there's like the future, you know, the people from the past think they're playing a game, but in reality, they're actually going into the future through through this, uh, what is kind of like the simulation mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out, you know, kind of why things are the way they are, um, trying to stop from what's to come pretty much. So, yeah, I can't really compare it to anything that's out. I know it's, it's a book. Of, uh, it's originally from a book. But I can't really compare it to anything I've seen that's out now. So that's that's one of the things I like about it because it's like an original story. Yeah. Um, a lot of very interesting characters, um, and I'm looking forward to seeing how things uh, develop. So, and it has a lot of action too. So. Nice. And then outside of that, just, uh, I started uh, the Devil's Hour. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, maybe like two or three episodes in. It's pretty much about uh, this woman who's seeing these like visions of stuff happening. People are dying out, dying all throughout the town. But I think it's the woman that's causing it because she's possessed by the devil or something. But that's that's just my prediction of what's happening. But still, uh, I'm only like two, three episodes in, so I can't really say what it is. But that's my prediction already. Then we had Love is Blind trying to finish up that. <laughs> it's looking like a shit show. I'm at the part where like they're getting to the wedding, so. Um, oh yeah, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm already through that. Yeah, so it's, it, it, you can just tell it's a shit show. Uh-huh. Uh, no, it's not not nothing we didn't expect. Um, just because just because of all the early drama we've seen between the couples, and especially after they uh, met each other's like families and stuff, yeah. you already knew you already knew it was, it was, it was going to go downhill. Yeah, for sure. And then um, we got Black Panther dropping this Friday. I'm gonna go check that movie out on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm trying to think what else. I think that's really it. Everything else, I'm just uh, like I'm just searching for new stuff now, as far as new shows and stuff. So did you did you watch uh, Andor yet? Uh, I started. I'm on uh, episode two. I think two or yeah. three. Yeah, so, so I got I got through. I think I'm I'm up up to date. I think I'm in on the episode nine, but. Uh, so far, it's been uh, been really good. Yeah, I mean, it started off good. So, I mean, yeah. I, said, I, can't, I can't complain. I like when they give us like a Star Wars type show, but it's more action. Yeah, um, and, and you don't need to know anything about Star Wars at all, right? Yeah, to, to, yeah, to know what's going on, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of things like they talk about the Empire and, and obviously, uh, uh, you know, some you got some stormtroopers walking around and stuff like that. But other than that, you don't, it doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, definitely. But as I said, I'm definitely uh, it's, it's just stuff I'm going through now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, between those shows, um, I'm trying to get back into the uh, uh, the Chucky show because I stopped watching in the mm-hmm. first season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just for some comic relief and uh, killing. I'm trying to think what else. Um, I think that on was the, it. I say on the plane, I did watch. Uh, I watched uh, the new Jurassic World, and they watched um, the Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh, I seen the Jurassic World. Um, yeah, Jurassic World was, it was. I thought it was, you know, for what it was, I thought it was okay. Um, yeah, but I feel like it didn't relate to anything. It was just like, <laughs> well, kind of. You know, they just they they don't really say. The part that bothered me was they don't really like tell you how you know how did the dinosaurs start to take you know live in 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 you know the real world, right? They're just kind of like there. They got there. How did they get there? Not really sure, but they got there. Well, yeah, it's from the last one. So what happened was the one before it, they 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 redid like the whole amusement park thing again, yeah. and then all of a sudden at the end they pretty much escaped. And then now yeah. it's like they're all on the black market. People are selling dinosaurs yeah, right. now, but then it's just like it like the whole purpose of it was that damn virus or whatever it was that they were trying to get which came from, like, those mosquito flies or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it didn't really, like, relate to the story. It wasn't like, all right, let's recapture these dinosaurs. Or, like, it was just like, all right, we got a virus going on that's going to, like, plague mankind or something, mm-hmm. and we need to we need to stop it. But it wasn't right. like, it didn't really feel like about the dinosaurs, so yeah. to say. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. And then uh, the other one I wanted to try, too, the... The you said the the Craddock, uh sings yeah yeah I think that was on my list yeah to you watch should, you should watch it it's pretty good it's got a um it's got a really good ending twist at the end there that you, you know kind of came unexpectedly where uh I, uh I Michelle had read the book and and everyone who's read the book I feel like has has really really enjoyed it but yeah kind of a kind of a shocking a uh, little bit of a shocking ending which was um but good it's it's a good movie. Yeah, I'm definitely want to check that out. And then um, there's an old show that that was on Netflix. Well, that was on TV. I stopped watching, and I see it's on Netflix. Was uh, Manifest? Oh yeah, um, yeah. I, I started season four. Yeah, so I wanted to catch up on that. 
And then um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, there might have been one other thing. It might have been the old show I was uh, checking out. But you, you, you guys should definitely check out Abbott's Elementary. That's a good, funny show. Yeah, yeah. It's like 30-hour episodes, 30-minute episodes. It's like mm-hmm. the office vibe, but in a school. Get a, you'll get a good laugh here and there. So. Okay. Especially in the last Halloween episode, or the one before the Halloween episode, that uh, one of the kids, he, he was dressed up as uh, Thanos. <laughs> nice. And instead of, like, the Infinity Stones, he stole, like, the candy. It was pretty fun. It was pretty funny. Nice. And then uh, I think that's pretty much it. That's all I get. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Until next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out, being on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on.